You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Ow. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 92 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-host Nick Theories, Mikey P, and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Mikey P, what's up, baby? Welcome back. Great weekend, guys. Episode 92 tonight. We're almost there. Almost at 100. All right. Episode 92 of P&I is brought to you by Prize Picks. Your home for daily fantasy sports. New players who sign up today using our promo code ICONIC receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy made easy. Also, right now we are live at PropsHQ.com. That is the Props Network. Be sure to go over there and subscribe to our show to keep up with everything going on. That is P&I. Last but not least, what is this, Nick? Fantastic fabric. I'm not okay. wearing it though. <laughs> That's okay. You got to do your wash. You know I'm, what I mean. I'm rocking the Hanes tonight. You know what I mean. So, <laughs> so Paul's over here. Has got the the black short sleeve. I got the black tank on. All right. So we got plenty of merch. We just got a giant order in. All right. We have black and gray tanks, short sleeve tees, long sleeve tees, hoodies. We even have personalized mugs. They are white. You can get your name on it. Okay. So if you want P&I merch, hit us up on any social media platform that we're on. DM us for pricing. We'll get it over to you. Again, there's a giant order right there to my left. It just came in. Yeah, we sold we okay. sold a lot of units this weekend, man. This shit's coming piping hot off the press. If you want P&I gear, hit me up in my DM. We got you covered. Uh, we got tank tops, gray and black, long sleeves, short sleeves, hoodies, all that shit. So place your order now in stock, and you'll have it ASAP. That's what we call it. emphasis right there. Absolutely, All right. Man. So that merch is courtesy of IPP Pressworks of Cherry Hill, New Jersey. <laughs> and that brings us to our actual show. All right, you guys ready for this? I want to make one call out because it's All-Star Weekend. All right. The Phillies, you know, there's some people that needed to control their emotions. They were on a four-game losing streak, and the Phillies rebound to sweep the Miami Marlins it's about time. in Miami for the first time since 2010. That same year, they made the playoffs. All right? 
Wheeler and Nola still didn't get added to the All-Star game, which is bullshit. But Kyle Schwaber is hitting dingers tonight. Home Run Derby just started. We will update you if and when he wins it, hopefully. All right. Otherwise, that is your only Philly playing this weekend. Bryce Harper is unable to play. So, guys, I mean, how do you feel about the Phillies after that? Like, you you weren't worried, were you? Because there was a faction of this fan base that quit after that four-game losing streak. They were done. Nah, I was should... just like, control your emotions. It's going to happen. And it's a long-ass season. Yeah. Like, it's not, just now the All-Star break. you still got two more months. And uh, I forget who it was that said it on the uh, post game that this was the same record they had in 08 when they won the World Series. You're correct. At the All-Star break. You're correct. I was just about yeah. to say that. They keep on, like, it's it's been happening, like, every week they match that record. Bryce is supposed to come back around, like, mid-August, right? Mid to late August. God, that'd be amazing. I hope. And you got Gene Segura still. Whatever they add at the deadline. Okay. I can't talk World Series right now, man. I know. It's almost football time. I just time. can't do it. I know. But this Phillies team, let's keep an eye. All right. That was a great way to close before the All-Star break. This is a different team than last year. That's what it's showing us. It's a different team. Competence. You remember this parallel? Chase Utley was hurt the year the Phillies won the World Series. Came back. Just like Bryce Harper. I didn't, team's best player. I didn't remember that. Yeah. yeah. Who, do you, who do you guys like tonight in the uh, home run derby? Schwarber. I actually really do like Schwarber. In this, <laughs> like, like the odds, I think they were plus 250 going in. It's and, plus right? 330. Plus 330. So, yeah. I mean, I would have taken it at that. I, I didn't actually bet on it. I, I think it was like plus 900 for him to beat Pete Alonso in the final. Off topic real fast. Doesn't the captain come out tonight? Derek yeah. Peter? Yeah, 10 o'clock. Can't wait. Mm. Can't wait. Yeah, I might have to tune into that. Too. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch that. Um, well, not for nothing. Give me Juan Soto at plus 600. And also, I will sprinkle on Ronald Acuna Jr. at 750 all day, every day. They're my two guys that I think that have the underdog edge. I think I, I like them. I think Soto's going to win it all. Though. Any love for really? Albert Pujols? Yeah. <sighs> the machine? I don't think he's going to be able to lose. His name is he's Albert. Old. <laughs> <laughs> he's old. Albert. Uh, uh, tw at plus 2,400, 10 bucks. Throw a flyer. Yeah. 10 bucks wins you, what, 240? Yeah. So Kind of worth it, to be honest. Yeah. That's worth it. For 10 bucks? Yeah. I don't think he's going to be able to last. I don't think so either. He's not getting past Schwaber. It's the yeah. first round. You got to have stamina. I do. <laughs> Same. But like, I'm just saying. And, and, and the home run derby like this is so rapid that you need to have some stamina. And I think you only get one timeout, I believe. Um, but I I really, I think Soto is, he at, at plus 600, <laughs> it jumps at me. Schwarber is really high, but I think he's really high because of his home run total through the season right now. But... It also, the home run derby is also dictated on your pitching coach, too. Like, if you don't have that good chemistry and you don't have the pitches where you like them all the time on a consistent basis, <laughs> that can derail you as well. But Soto's been there before, too, as well. And um, I just, I think he's going to win tonight. But Pete Alonso is a beast. I, I just, I think Soto's the play at plus 600. Is it bad that I just don't even care? I, I care. I don't even care. I, I don't care I'm about the All-Star game. So I care about the, the players getting into the game. I like the, the derby. I like the home run derby. I it's could so watch fire. the derby, but it's just not the same for me. It's not the same anymore. Yeah, because we, we were so privileged to watch Sammy Sosa, McGuire. Ben Griffey Jr. Yeah. Bobby Abreu. It's different Abreu. now. Like, it's different now. But, like, 
I still like the home run derby. I think the home run derby is a lot better than the slam dunk competition. I agree with that too. Well, the slam dunk competition is like actual mid. Because it's you, horrible. Eventually, yeah, it's you're, you're it's running like out of dunks. You're running out of dunks. Like, there's only so much you could do. You know what I mean? So, like, for me, the home run derby is just, it's cool because you never know who's going to have a hot night. Like, remember Bobby Abreu that one mm -hmm. night? With fucking bananas. That's why I think Schwarber's going to do it. Uh, I like the new format, though. I like Yeah. I like what they're doing. Did you see the uh, new format for the end of the All-Star game? If it's a tie after nine? I don't remember. It goes to a home run derby now. It's five. Okay, fine. You get to pick like three players, and whoever has the most home runs, they each get like three pitches, I think. So Creativity. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Creativity. That is pretty cool. Damn. Philly Phil, I got one request before we move into the main show, okay? You know what I'm talking about. Real shit. This one? <laughs> see that right there, everybody? You see this picture? That's an offensive lineman that you the Buccaneers signed shit. to a three-year deal. That's Leonard Fournette. That's Lardy Lenny. That's not Lombardi. That's yeah. Lardy Lenny weighed <laughs> Lardy in Lenny. at 260 pounds at mandatory minicamp. Supposedly, the Bucks are not thrilled. Would you be? <laughs> no. I mean, they just, they just drafted a running back, too. Pretty good one. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't feel thrilled sitting next to him at the lunch table. <laughs> what do you think Tom Brady's saying to this guy right now? What the fuck are you doing? See, like I want to know what you think about this. Sound up, what is Tom Brady? Yeah, yeah. Put on its theories because I, I want to know. It's theories, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Look, a couple weeks ago, he was seen training on video with like four other players. They were on the treadmill running, and now a couple weeks later, you're seeing him at 260. So, in the last couple of weeks of that video surfacing, what was he doing? Eating. Yeah, but like. <laughs> I feel like he's smarter than that. <laughs> I feel like he's got the locker room around him to not get him to that point. So I'm very conflicted. I'm very, I'm skeptical of this report as, I, as I'm I mean, say. look at him. But that's, it's deceiving, bro. The this jersey's hard the jersey's, to get out of Houston. The jersey's puffy. <laughs> the jersey's puffy. His arms look the same. They're always stocky. He. I, I, I like he's got veins coming out of his fucking shin. He's, I, he's I just been going to understand. Golden Corral seven days a week eating endless buffet. Golden, Golden Corral is fucking crazy, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Straight up. Like, that's I like, just pulled that one out of my ass. That's dude. like the flea market dinner. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Let's call a spade a spade. That's what nice. the fuck Golden Corral is. Nice. It is. It's dog shit. All I know is that's Lardy Lenny, and that guy is too comfortable right he now. He needs to lose he weight. He needs to relax. Well, actually, he doesn't need to. He needs to get his shit together. Reduce his shit. Really. So he gained 32 pounds? I think he was depressed from losing that championship. Yeah, he was having he was having beignets, but they were made of Crisco. Okay? <laughs> that's, what, that's what he had. Well, yeah. yeah. You guys make fun of me. I eat plant-based tenders. He should yeah. be eating the same <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Yeah, bro. That's that's a problem. I don't know. You guys believe the report? I I'm I, I believe what I see right there. Definitely, he's got udders. Yeah, really, dude. Udders. <laughs> he's got udders. I, I'll say this: the the source is very respectful, though. Rick Strude. Oh, he's very knowledgeable. <laughs> there we go. I think it's time for us to move on now. Eddie Lacy. Yeah, Leonard no. Lacy. Leonard Lacy. Yeah, well, Eddie Lacy was better, but that's a different story for nah, a different day. Hell no, he ain't. Well, maybe not now, but he was in his prime. Never. Mm. 
Who got a ring? Eddie Lacy was good. Who got a ring? All right, all right. But, but he was a big part of that ring, too. Wait, didn't Eddie Lacy get one? Was he there? In no, I think that was like the first or second year Roger's streak of choking began. <laughs> <laughs> he was on a roll. Lacey, I can always Lacey, count on you for that. Lacey there was 2011 go. and 12, wasn't he? Somewhere around there? Yeah, I think you're right. He was good, though, when it happened. He was really good. It's a shame. Hey, Deanna's there. The are in the building. Lane fucking Teagles are in the building. We appreciate you guys tuning in, man. Enjoy the show. Let's go. Oh my God! It's oh, there, there we go. It's now lit. we see you. I see you, Rob. He went full Eddie Lacy. That's he did, great, bro. All right, now it's time to get into the main show. Philly Phil, you know what to do. So tonight, we're continuing. The ESPN segment where they do top 10 at every position. We're only going to do offense here because it's kind of going to, you know, eventually lead into our fantasy and season-long coverage. So, tonight, we are making our top 10 running back rankings, comparing them to the ESPN ranking that is according to league executives, coaches, scouts, and players. Unfortunately, there's no image to go along with it this time. Um, I actually could... Philly Phil, nah, I can't. It's ESPN Plus. Um, you won't be able to open it. It's my point. So don't worry about it. So here is ESPN's list of top 10 running backs. I'm going to read it off to the audience in case you missed it or you don't have ESPN Plus like me. All right, here it is. One through 10 and honorable mentions. Number one, Derrick Henry. Number two, Jonathan Taylor. Number three, Nick Chubb. Number four, Dalvin Cook. Number five, Alvin Kamara. Six, Joe Mixon. Seven, CMC. Eight, Najee Harris. Nine, Aaron Jones. Ten, Javante Williams. Second year back. Two second year backs in there. We got honorable mentions. Austin Eckler. Ezekiel Elliott. Saquon Barkley. He's it's getting worse every name I mention now. And also receiving votes... Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson, and the other side of the table's favorite running back in the league, Miles Sanders. You got to put Boston Scott on there. By him being on this <laughs> list of receiving votes, it just lets me know of everything about this list. That it's you guys don't confusing. like him, and that's okay. You're the biased. guy had no fucking touchdowns last year. <laughs> How the fuck can you be one of the best players at your position without scoring a touchdown? Can somebody please stop? Well, I mean, that's, you, that's irrelevant. What no, you just no, said. I was every kidding. Score, there, I was kidding there. I every squirrel finds a nut. Don't quote me unless point. it matters. My hate, man didn't even sniff the end zone. How the hell is that possible? Don't you talk can't, to me. I hate you can't be a top, a top back in this league without scoring a touchdown. I'm sorry. Well, guys, look, I can promise you this. He's not in my top 10. So I'll spare you that. That's fine. I don't think that he should be in the top 10. I don't think he but should he's be got honorable potential. mention. I think he should be like lower. I think he's really good. He's got the potential. He's got to stay on the field. I, I mean, I need a full sample of him with Jalen Hurts. We'll see this year, though. So you'll be spared of that conversation. I promise you that. But guys, <laughs> we got to get into our own list. And then we can start debating. And then after this segment, we're going back to our team tiers, which we started last show. And I'll explain that to everybody when we get there. Okay? Sound good? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. All football tonight. All right, hold on. Let me get my notes ready. Because I'm typing this in. 
All right. Who wants to start us off tonight? I'll start it off. All right, Paul. Start at number 10. <clears throat> All right. Number 10, I got Najee Harris. Number 9, I have Aaron Jones. 8, I have Mixon. 7, I have Kamara. 6, I have Eckler. 5, I have Chubb. 4, I have Dalvin. 3, I have Jonathan Taylor. 2, I have Derrick Henry. And 1, I have McCaffrey. Wow. All right. Wow. Look at you. Hmm. Hold on one sec. I'm just typing it in. CMC. He's still the best. Good for you, bro. Is he? he still is, yes. Well, I guess we're about to find out, right? Theories, you want to go or you this want me is, to go? This is the Theories official top 10. I can't wait to hear this one. On July 18th of 2022. It's Theories, Okay. <laughs> you know what the fuck time it is, man. This is a real top 10 right here. All right, let's hear it. At number 10, I got Aaron Jones. At number 9, I got Najee Harris. 8, Joe Mixon. Seven, Alvin Kamara. Six, Christian McCaffrey. Five, Nick Chubb. Four, Dalvin Cook. Three, Austin Eckler. Two, Derrick Henry. And number one, Jonathan Taylor. That's respectful. It is. We got a lot of the same. The one, the one name that's probably going to surprise people is probably Eckler. But... If you're drafting a fantasy right now, you have a top three pick. You're not taking Eckler or, or considering him. I love Eckler, dude. I think he's. I mean, I he's can't like believe he didn't underrated. make the list after last year. He's like criminally underrated. I mean, last I, year. I wonder what it is. Last year, he was literally second overall in fantasy points, and he's an honorable mention on his list. So these scouts can. Well, remember, I guess <laughs> this is this is not. I don't know. Is, I don't know who the, who these people are. I, I I don't get it. League executives, coaches, scouts players and they don't have austin eckler mentioned do they not play fantasy football <laughs> like are they not aware of his of Production. his talent i mean the guy can catch he can run he could do everything like that's the that's the prototypical back and who's you, his backup you make a great case who's his backup larry roundtree and you well, hear no, about they, do you hear about they drafted him? a rookie do you hear about mr uh roundtree or you don't or justin Jackson. they got isaiah spiller and he's gonna play but that's a whole different story but you don't hear about eckler's backups why because they want him in the game. He's good. Okay. He, yeah, he's he, a beast. The fact that he was an honorable mention just doesn't. And he stayed mostly healthy like, this year, which was always the thing with him. It was health. Yeah. He, yeah. he stayed yeah, mostly health. healthy. He got yeah. banged up a little bit, but he stayed mostly healthy last year. I, I don't know if the number of touches is sustainable for him, but he showed he can play, though. Like That's all that we needed to know was this guy actually can run the football, too. He's a monster. He showed you what he could do as a starting running back, lead dog in this league. Second right. fantasy points. That's all I need to say. So I and mean, Christian McCaffrey at six. Look, I get, I, I get the talent, I get his production, but the last two years he's been like really injury prone, and I'm afraid that could actually linger into this year and kind of derail his career a little bit early, because that's what happens with running backs. They, they, they have one big injury and they're never really the same. So hopefully it's not the case with him because his talent level is crazy you can if, if you took him at number one overall in fantasy i'm not going to be mad at you i wouldn't question you or anything yeah see so this is this is what's interesting the yeah i'm going to remind the audience this this is not our fantasy rankings espn did rankings that are based on people in the league players coaches executives all right these guys made these rankings just clear cut best in the league this is not fantasy we will do that though very soon in the coming weeks so here's Mikey P's list. Top 10, all right? 
Number 10, Austin Eckler. So he made my list, okay? ESPN, I don't know what they're thinking. Number 9, Javante Williams. Number 8, Aaron Jones. Number 7, Joe Mixon. Number 6, you like this, theories. Christian McCaffrey. Mm. Number 5, Alvin Kamara. Number 4, Derrick Henry. Number 3, Dalvin Cook. Number 2, Nick Chubb. Number 1, this was tough, by the way, because going into last year, I thought Nick Chubb was the most talented back in the league. And he's been surpassed. Jonathan Taylor is my number one. All right. Honorable mention, I gave it to Najee Harris. I did not put anyone else's name in there. But he's close. Okay. So there you have it. Now, you want me to copy and paste this in our chat so you guys can see it? The only thing I would say is, like, do you guys feel that Kamara is a little bit overrated? No, no way. I no think way, as an actual player in the league, I think he's underrated. I feel like he's wearing down. Maybe. I don't really feel like he did I shit last seen year. It yet, and though. this year he's going to be suspended for a couple games. I don't think he will, bro. by the way. Circumstantial. You know I, I think that he's not going to get suspended this year. It would be next year if it happens. Right now, the case won't be wrapped up in time. And I think the deadline is August 1st. So right now, if you have leagues where you're drafting so in it fantasy, could next season. It, it's more likely to happen next season if it happens at all. But it's not going to get done in time. So, come on, Rob. I'm not even going to say that. That would have been great, dude. That's real shit. That? Yeah, that's yeah. fucked up, man. That's fact. And I have Lamar Jackson. That's really fact, though. That's a, that's a fact. All right, I'll say it. He said no one put Lamar Jackson. I will mention. <laughs> come on, Rob. All right. Anyway, uh, I'm posting this in the chat for you guys so that you can see it. All right. Now. Yeah, so Christian McCaffrey, number six. I'm with you there, Theories. And I I actually just think it's, for me, like, look, he's he can do everything. But if we're looking at pure running backs, I still don't think he's the greatest at running the ball inside. I still don't think that. I think he got better at it. I think his first couple of years, I think he was not a great rusher at all. I think it was maybe his second year when he started to turn the corner there. So it's more like, okay, I'm looking at the guys I have ahead of him. I think they're all better pure rushers. But then you throw in the durability thing, and that's terrifying. I hope he turns it around. I would have no problem drafting him number one as well because the stats are going to say, like, he's he's going to he's going to do the usual shit if he if he stays healthy. For me, it was just that he's an overall back, like pass catching. like that. To me, that all plays into that. Because the whole – I mean, look, the league now, <clears throat> you want to be able to do everything, so that's why – you got to consider Aaron Jones. I mean, Joe Mixon, I'm happy to see you made your list this year, you two. Um, that he, was, had a, he had a hell that of a year last to year. The, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. You know, But he's the same way. He could catch passes, too. And he, he just, I mean, look what he did on the Bengals last year. And that was with a shitty offensive line. He's very good, guys. He's very good. And you know I've had huge gripes with him. I, I was telling you, I, I was screaming that. You remember? Yeah. It's like Joe Mixon is amazing. Borderline top five last year, I was saying. He's very good. Okay. Uh, Derrick Henry, what are you guys feeling about him this year? Because the Derrick Henry we're used to seeing, he looked like he was off to his normal Derrick Henry kind of start, and then he got hurt, came back, maybe wasn't supposed to, and he looked pedestrian in the playoffs. Are I you concerned think, about Derrick Henry? No, nah, I think it was too, too soon to rush him back. I think he's going to get a full offseason of work. And he's going to get the same workload during the season because now they don't really have wide receivers. They don't, I mean, they got Robert Woods, but he's coming off a big injury and things like that. So I think they're going to run the ball like crazy. 
So do you think if you had to kind of forecast his future here, do you think this is his last big year? Um, it depends. If Malik Willis comes in, I think it could extend it a little bit because you're going to have to worry about him running too. Great point. Like with like with Tannehill, especially now with their, like they don't really have a good wide receiver group. The, the difference with Henry is, is guys just bounce off of him. Philly Phil, can you play this clip for me, please? Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, I know exactly what that. <laughs> yeah. Give me a second. I'm gonna play this stupid ad for a second. I I, I mean, Derrick Henry's a grown man, a fucking grown man. He he. I'm not worried about him, bro. I'm not either. Not this year. I'm not worried about. I mean, health maybe a little bit. Look at this. This is beautiful. This is what you call poetry in motion right here. I mean, get the fuck out of here. That's a grown ass man. <laughs> That's a grown defender in the NFL. And he tossed him like he's a fucking rag doll. Well, and the thing about Derrick Henry I that don't get talked about is that's a 260-pound man that can get outside the edge like that. He's fast. And run. Yeah. That's what people don't talk he about. He embarrassed. This man is actually deceptively fast. Imagine trying to tackle him in the cold. No. Imagine being... I won't be there. Imagine being the defender that somebody does that to you. Like, you have a family, bro. <laughs> you got a family. Look at this shit, bro. Josh Norman has fucking a wife and kids. I mean, what? <laughs> they were watching I mean, this. Another grown man disrespect another man like that. And, and, yeah, and then he went home I haven't and seen him since. I think he's lost in the Look Earth's crust. He gave, him a, he gave him a concussion. But, I mean, he goes home with his wife and his kids and has, like, $35 million in the bank. So, I'm sure oh, that doesn't really matter. That's embarrassing. No, he's embarrassed. As a competitor in that the NFL. That was a career ender right there. As a, as a competitor in the NFL, if somebody does you dirty like that, you're, you're going to feel some type of way. And you're always going to remember that shit. And so does everybody else. I no, sure shall do. Yeah. That <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, for me to be worried about a man that could do something like that to another grown man... I am not worried at all. I, I think that he's going to still play just fine. Yeah. I just wonder His if the injury, because when, when you get a foot injury as a running back, that's like the same thing we're talking about with CMC, but he's he's got a number of injuries. Derrick Henry, big man with a foot injury, that scares me a little bit. Yeah, but he's had like 10 months to recover since. I, I mean, I, like I said, I'm, I'm all in on him again this year. If you went to Kevin Durant's doctor, I'd feel better. Because Kevin Durant had the navicular bone, the thing that ended uh, what's-his-face's career, Yao Ming. And Kevin Durant don't have 260 pounds on him. Yeah, know? but That's the football other and basketball are different, though. Because if, if you get, a, like, an injury in basketball, you're able to come back. I mean, look at Paul George, right? He had that, that, yes that, no. that, I mean, that nasty-ass Look injury. at Derrick Rose. But he was always hurt. No, that was his first major injury. And then after that, he just he never recovered. He's an anomaly, I guess. But I'm yeah. just saying, Paul George is, is, is Paul one George of them. Paul George is, yeah. is the, still, to this day, the most wild comeback from an injury I've ever seen. So, yeah, like the injury Compound thing for me. fracture. It's wild. The, the injury thing for me with Henry is that it was one little blimp in the road, and there's no other fo like further proof that he's injury prone. Every time you take him, every time you watch him play, like year in and year out, the, the, the man just jumps off your screen. Yeah, he's a lot for 30 people. carries a game. And he, 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 he was a late bloomer because he was ass in the beginning. Because I'll say this. Well, this, this, Mike, is the, this is the not can I challenge Henry. that real quick before yeah, you, sure. before you say ahead. that? I had a problem with the way the, the Titans were using him right from the get-go because they were giving him partial share, and you can't do that. Remember, it was it was Deion Lewis, right? Deion yeah. Lewis and, and Derrick Henry. And look, Deion. D. Lou, Derrick bro. Henry, from the get-go, need to be getting 
20, 25 carries oh, yeah. minimum, and they were they were sprinkling him in. This guy gets better as the game goes on, and everyone knows that about him. It's like you get, you get worn down tackling this guy, yes. and then second half, he's running past you. He's not just going through you. He's going past you, too. So I think part of it was that, too. But also, obviously, he, he just got a lot better. Um, you know, I guess I guess it's fair to wonder what would have happened if he got the work right away. I'll say this, but also Derek it, it lengthened his career a little bit too. So what scares me about him is his offense. They don't have anybody on the outside. One thing, one thing that did I, nobody. I know at least they had AJ Brown to open it up a little like, bit, but now they have nothing. Well, now you're you're counting on a rookie in Traylon Burks, who I like, by the way. You're counting on this guy. A lot, especially, and you're counting on Robert Woods coming off an ACL. Immediate impact, like, guys. You're the, counting on these guys. Also, aren't typically known as field stretchers either. These guys tend to thrive more in the in the shorter and intermediate game. Now, Traylon Burks can do a little bit more than that, but I'm I'm just saying that's how he was used. Translating to pros, I think he's going to be used like all the way around, just like AJ Brown was, and he's he's not going to be AJ Brown right away. So, Don't. if at all. Yeah. yeah, this is gonna sound weird. I know he got injured, but he didn't take a pounding the whole like month of December and January. So he did get some. His body did get some rest. Now, granted, he's gonna be rehabbing his foot, but I mean, the rest of his body might be intact. <laughs> yeah, I hear you on that. And I mean, the offensive line got a little bit worse this year, but I mean, has it ever mattered? These guys, everyone's matter. stacking stacking the box against this it guy, doesn't matter. and it don't matter. It don't matter. I don't want any running back on my team other than Derrick Henry in the months of December and January. I don't give a shit about your skill set as a running back. Yeah, this bro. guy, if he can run down your throat at that size. You can't do anything. In the cold. You do not want to tackle somebody like that. He's looking for contact. Was it the Ravens that he ran all over? When we were at Chickies and we were talking, I seen it last I week. I seen it last week. Yeah, Derrick dude. Henry, bro. Absolutely. Ran Fucking all over them. Ran right through him, bro. And, and, and what was the month? January. January. Yeah, exactly the right. game. And they don't want to fucking tackle him, dude. It's cold as fuck. Oh, no. That's a big dude, man. I, that's a grown fucking man, yo. Like, that's, that he's ain't somebody you want to fuck with. He's an animal. He's a, he's a beast. He's, so, he's yeah, and that's why he's, he's that high on my ranking. Number two. So, Jonathan Taylor, you and I have his number one. Mike, you got him at number three. I dropped him at three. Yeah. I think that this guy right here, and I think that the league will agree at this point. Once they unleashed him, and you saw what he did this past year, generational player. Generational. I think he's, like, expert at everything he does. Even even pass blocking. This guy is going to be generational, probably Hall of Famer. I feel very comfortable saying it. And, Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, I think he is. He's a generational talent. It's now, so what about hard. him, though, do you think that's going to happen with all the carries that he got? Do you think they're going to run him as much now with Matt Ryan? Yeah. He plays Why in not? the Dome, too. Why not? I mean, it's not like... I've, I've yet to see that it's going to be a problem giving him that workload, too. I mean, he and he's, he's good out of the backfield as a receiver. He can do everything. And he, he's just got that rare... like like So we're talking about Derrick Henry and his power, and he's got the deceptive speed, but Jonathan Taylor is is faster than this guy, you could argue as powerful as this guy, and then does everything else, too. And and the biggest thing with Jonathan Taylor is the vision for me. His patient. vision is... is patient one. So, I mean, I had... I, listen, last year, I forget which network it was, and I think we talked about this on the show. 
where I was saying to you guys, I think Nick Chubb is better than Derrick Henry. I don't have the stat in front of me, but I, I just wish this guy would get the work that he deserves. You're the I, biggest I, I think, Nick Chubb fan I know. I, I just think he's supremely talented. Look how high he was on the list. He was number three, and there were many people that voted him number one, apparently. That's how he got that high on the list. They need to unleash this man. I think, I think Hunt's going to get traded. I agree. I really do, because I well, think Hunt, they wants should. A, Hunt wants a bigger role. Chubb, they're going to want to give a bigger role. And Hunt should be starting somewhere yeah, anyway. Exactly. I and mean, now, he would probably be on this list if he's starting. I agree. They could get a pick. They need They need a pick. And they clear out some salary, and Dearness Johnson's good. He'd be a good backup running back. He is actually pretty fucking good. Eagles, bro. But like, that's the thing is Kareem Hunt has to get work so they continue to give him that change of pace. I don't think role. Hunt would, be, would fit right now. Because I don't Why? know. Because, like, what are you going to do with Miles Sanders? What are you going to do with Kenny Gainwell? Like, what do you do? I mean, do you just, like, put yeah. in Hunt and What I and would do? It I would, would straight up be a 50-50 split between the two, I think. Who, Miles and Hunt? Yep. And I then would what say about Gainwell? I'm just curious because they Gainwell just drafted Gainwell. would be Gainwell. strictly, like, occasional pass catching back. And then Boston Scott would be strictly backup. Just to clarify, I would take Hunt over both of them, no question. Uh, I, I mean, was just saying, The thing like, is, is Hunt would probably profile better as your starter long term also bro i would trade miles miles sanders to the fucking texans and then i would pick up kareem hunt i'm dead ass serious you guys can i mean no me i'm not but so if I, I can get a kareem hunt a guy that i know that can find the end zone and he could produce dude he was putting up rb1 numbers even with chubb i know and then i traded so it's for like him and he got hurt <laughs> Well, yeah. that's the thing. Actually, they could work well in tandem because Kareem Hunt can be your goal line guy in addition. He can catch the football. I think Miles he would can. work good yeah, if the well, two took Look at him but, but between the numbers. Miles Sanders, five and a half yards per carry. Like, yeah. this guy, all right, fine. I don't need him to be my goal line back. Kareem Hunt's going to do it. They need they need that power back, we would say. And but he's he's like, a, he's like a good mix. He he can do it all, too. Send the Houston. Plunk. <laughs> in 2017. <laughs> you just hate this man. If I can get Kareem Hunt, hell yeah, I see you. I, I want both of them. I hate the committees in fantasy. I don't like the I, committees. I hate it in, I, in fantasy. I honestly don't like it in even real life. Like, I, I think because momentum is everything. Once you get a guy going, it's hard to take him out. Like, why would you want to take him out? Your offense is cooking. Don't take him out. I know. Yeah, I, I, understand, I, he wants, I understand he needs a breather, but if this guy is your guy... He needs to be out there. I don't care if a fuck, bro. If you make $15 million a year, you better run that fucking ball. Traditionally, Nick, I think I would agree with you. But now, look at the past champions. I mean, 2017 Eagles did it with Corey Clement, Wendell Smallwood, and LeGarrette Blount. The last, the Bucks Super Bowl ring, it was Fournette and Jones. Um, Fournette started to take a little bit of a lead there in the playoffs. Um, last year... What we have last year? The Rams. Yeah, the Rams. So, I mean, they were a committee because Cam Akers was not healthy. Are they going to be a committee this year with Henderson and Akers? Probably. Henderson, I would, I would, I would venture year. to say no. But what do you I do don't, with Henderson? I don't He's think good. Henderson's not going to get playing time. And plus, you got to – I mean, I think Sony Michelle like, definitely gets into the backup role. Oh, yeah, I forgot about but that. But Cam Akers is going to be given the chance, I think. No, Sony's in, he, Sony's in Miami. Oh. God, see. Oh shit, yeah. Don't sleep. Mid. Hmm. You can call Mill. You want? I've got, I got a ring. Sony mid shell. And he scored the only touchdown in that Super Bowl. Got a ring. He mid got shell. hot with that Rams team too. 
He scored more touchdowns in that one Super Bowl than and Miles Sanders, Sanders did, did all season. Year. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I knew it was coming. I know you'd like I a fucking to, book. I had to reiterate it because I had to, I had to teach you guys. Yeah, but is it all no, about, I have to teach you kids something. I got to teach you motherfuckers respect. I hate Miles Sanders. All right? I don't like Miles I got to teach you respect. Get your facts That's what it is. Is it all about touchdowns for you, though? I mean, scoring is yeah. the end of the game, but you, to, to win <laughs> like, the game, you gotta score points. If this guy is getting tackled every single time and he's not getting the end zone at least once, then he's not helping the listen, team. This, the offense was still the number one rushing attack in football. Who's this? The Eagles. They were number one in rushing last year. I don't see Miles. I don't see Miles Sanders number one rushing. No, it was Boston. Seven touchdowns, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yo. It was. I'm telling you, yo, Boston Scott is fucking good, man. Boston he is. Yo, you give me Kareem Hunt and you give me Boston Scott, I'll go to war any fucking day of the week. But Boston any Scott won't play on that roster. He wouldn't. I, he should. He won't play. It's a shame. In this roster, he would at least have a chance to get some pass catching downs. It's a damn shame. It is because the only reason why Gainwell is playing over Boston Scott is is because of where he's better. He, no, it's because of where he was drafted. What the fuck did Gainwell do in his in his whole NFL career? He was a rookie last year and he did nothing. You don't think he was impressive? Year? He did nothing. He was aight. He's a better receiving back than Boston high. Scott. But Boston Scott He's was a better. He's got a nose for the end zone, but better than Boston Scott. Boston Scott was a better player. How? <laughs> Look at I the stats. You, I told you his whole game. Seven touchdowns. and every Six time I were saw, against the Giants, weren't they? Every time I saw Boston <laughs> Scott. Listen. Every time I saw Boston Scott play, he jumped off his screen. He made a big play. I for hear the you. I like the guy. That's what I'm saying. If I'm just I realistic get, about his role. If I can, I, it's a shame. Like, he can't like start said, in this like, league. Like I said, the reason why he is over Kenneth Gainwell is because of where Gainwell was drafted. That's Gainwell's that's just better. the bottom line. He's just better. I don't see the proof. I actually think Gainwell's really fucking good, but I love Boston. He could be, as we know. Yo, yo, Gainwell could be better. I'm just saying. He is currently. Is, but where's the proof? I just told you he's a better receiver, and he gets he gets in the end zone more. Where's the proof? Show show me the stats. <sighs> do we really gotta do this? I can go through a game, and I can be like, wow, look, who's the best running back on the Eagles on this game? Boston and you can Scott. see Boston Scott. How do we? How do we? It's it's right. I'm uh, that, you know what? Psychotic when you and say that, my question is, how does Miles Sanders not jump off the page when he's getting five and a half for carry? And then he fumbles. <laughs> and then he fumbles. That's why. He doesn't do shit. He doesn't do anything. It's 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 cool. He gets yards, but he doesn't score. Wouldn't How you, do you want not him? Score? Wouldn't you want him to be successful in the same light we want Jalen Hurts to be successful? Because yes. if he is, this team is going to be unstoppable this year. I agree. But Miles I've Sanders has the potential to be a top ten back. The potential. He hasn't done. Boston shit. Scott doesn't though. He's never going to be a that, starter. But you misunderstood what I'm saying. No, what I, I'm saying is, I heard that Boston Scott's better than Miles. What Sanders. I said was, you give me Kareem Hunt and you give me Boston Scott as your as your second back. I'm fucking rocking and rolling every day. You put Boston Scott third down roll. <laughs> what we talking about, bro? Boston Scott. I don't care. You can laugh at me all you want. It's just not a sexy name. I, I get love it. Boston and Scott. And I get it. But the reason why people are like, oh, Gainwell's better. It's he's better because of where he was drafted compared to Boston Scott. Boston Scott's a fucking great story, bro. He's a great story. He's still in the league. Uh, guys, All right. Guys. Boston Scott had one more touchdown than Kenny Gainwell. One more. And 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 how many more? Gainwell times? was a better rusher. How oh, many more? I'm sorry, they actually wound up being the same at 4.3 yards per carry. How many more attempts did uh, Gainwell have? Rushing or receiving? Because rushing, rushing. Balls. <laughs> so Boston Scott had one more touchdown, with 19 more carries. <laughs> So, yeah, I think Boston I love Scott. it here. And wait, I hold on, please. Kenny Gainwell, 
Kenny Gainwell had 20 more receptions. Kenny Gainwell's good. He's is a good, good pass catcher. He's going to be good, man. He already is good. All right, so what's next? Now? Right, I don't want to talk about the Eagles running backs. This is top 10 backs here. <laughs> we, we should not be talking about these guys right now. We should be, because if you mention Miles Sanders in honorable mentions, man, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm on your ass. Yeah, I, I didn't do it. it. Yeah, ESPN just, did it. I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking I told about you ESPN, didn't make mine. You. I'm just speaking <laughs> in passion Wait, about Boston's even, How do we even get there? I don't even know. It it just, we're talking about Mitty Sanders. It happens every time, man. Miles Mitty's. You know who I think, though, at the bottom of my list that could jump in the top five this year if they commit? Take a guess. Saquon Barkley? He wasn't in my top ten, and he, he won't be anytime soon. <laughs> so He's mid, too. Take a wild guess. I mean, I sent you my list. Oh, I, I'll tell you mine. Who's jumping on my list at the bottom of the list? Who, who, who has the potential to jump to top five in this year alone? Top five? Yeah. Oh, Javante Williams. Yep. He's a fucking beast. I can't... Listen, I love that they... The only reason I don't have him on there is because they brought Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon was yes. a nice value Correct. signing at the time they got him. Melvin's good, though. And he should probably be starting somewhere, but... It, it just... It's a shame. Javante Williams is that dude. Like, he really is that good. That's not a question. Hard to tackle. Talent-wise, he might already be top five. He's that talented. I like him a lot. So this is the guy... Like, look out. They'll keep him fresh. Look out when they do get into the playoffs. Him and Melvin Gordon last year were splitting carries and getting fucking 10, 12 fantasy points apiece. Like, you could have legitimately started both of them as your running backs. And, and kind of, like, if you had... Yeah, he had standalone flex value. Um, I think Gordon. Tom actually had both of them. Yeah. He, and he was playing them both. He was a Bronco. Yeah. <laughs> so, we shall see. What were you going to say, Theories? Before, before we move on, you said oh. uh, on your list... I was actually thinking this is this sounds actually kind of crazy. I actually think that Damian Harris can crack a top ten if he can have another season like that. I think he's gonna lose some work to Ramon. Yeah, like that's that's my only concern because they're both really good and and Stevenson profiles to be probably better longer term. You know who I think could have a he's big. He's probably year? more skilled, but Damian Harris. He's a fucking beast. Is bro. really good. Like, they, they have to give him work. What about Joshua Jacobs in a contract year? Man, they're going to throw the footballs. Josh McDaniels. He'll have a lot of room to run. You know what they're going to do, though? They're going to throw the football. And what do the Patriots do? they got a stable of backs, and they're going to run all of them. Yeah. And, I mean, well, it, makes, it makes booty. absolutely no sense to not, like, run the hell out of Josh Jacobs and let him let him go next year. It makes no sense to sign him long term. Because that's just not how the NFL works anymore. You know who could who could also be... And he can't stay healthy either. You know who could also be, like, really sneaky? Who? Elijah Mitchell. If he can he's stay healthy. Being, he's being slept on. If he can stay healthy... And I, I, I wonder if back. they give him the same workload because of that. Because he's a Swift. smaller guy, but he's good. DeAndre Swift is awesome. Actually, I mean, let's talk actually, about that. wait a second. Pod. I came here for fucking... Wait, did I forget? to fucking pod, and here's what the fuck he's, he oh, he's good, dude. Okay, I'll... I would put him honorable mentions. He's also criminally underrated because he's he can catch. He did yeah. well last he's year. He's a do it all. He, yeah. I think up until I'm he got high on hurt him this year. I think before he got hurt, he was like the eighth ranked running back in fantasy last year. Maybe higher. I think he was in the top five for a good portion. Mm -hmm. And he's gonna get work. He's really good, guys. I mean, I I'll, I'll go honorable mention because I don't want to knock Austin Eckler out, and he's been doing it for longer. 
and he's had greater efficiency to this point. So DeAndre Swift, though, I'll put him honorable mentions. I actually probably like him better than Najee Harris for now. Najee's going to struggle this year just because they have no quarterback and no offensive line. He was a volume guy. I mean, it's not to say that, like, I don't think he's talented to be in this grouping. That's why I put him in the honorable mentions. So, look, let me just backtrack. He's got a ton of talent. Because here's my only thing on that. Can Mitchell Trubisky be any worse than Ben was last year? No. I've seen it. Probably not because he brings that rushing floor that'll open up the offense a little bit. He's been to the playoffs. But he's ass. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season, and he won with Mason Rudolph. Well, that's what do you win. What? What do you win? They were eight and eight that season with their second and third string quarterback. That's good coaching. And now you have he Mitchell is Trub- a good coach. Mitchell Trubisky is better than um, Mason Rudolph, and I can't think of that. Oh, he's definitely better than Mason Rudolph. He yeah. shouldn't be in the league anymore. And Ben Roethlisberger last year legitimately couldn't move. He couldn't. I mean, he had an awful year, but he can run the offense. That's a difference. Yeah, correct. But I'm just saying, like, is Mitchell Trubisky that bad? That much worse than the Ben we saw last year? Probably not. Probably not, because, like I said, I think the the run game will open up a little bit. But the the offensive line is still poo. Like, the fact that they didn't upgrade that unit is baffling. That's, like, the kind way to put it. I've been ragging on them for a year and a half. Unless they bring in Kenny Pickett. It wouldn't matter to me. That yeah. line is garbage. Facts. Garbage. You called that last year, too. Booty. I don't know. I mean, look, they were it was a stroke of luck that they got in the playoffs. Yeah. It's not happening this year. I guarantee it. My whole reputation, I'll guarantee it right now. <laughs> what's your guys? I'm going to throw a wager on that, too. I Like, I don't know what it is, but I will. What's, what's your guys' thoughts on uh, Antonio Gibson? I actually think he's got really high potential this year. I think he's good, too. Uh, see, this is the thing. Especially with Wentz, too, because, like, I, I can see a lot of play action and, and, them, and them running the football and that being, being that kind of offense. Like, I don't think Carson Wentz is a guy that's just going to go air assault on you. No, I but I, would, I mean, it. I would kind of argue that I would rather him be throwing deep than five-yard passes. I think his five-yard passes are fucked up. That's, I'm, <laughs> I'm just talking about for, like, Gibson's value. I like Gibson, like, but he lost some work last year to McKissick. And he's, he's going to lose work again. McKissick's not bad, dude. McKissick was more effective for a portion of the season. Because he was... Ca- I, I he think was that Gibson's the- good, but this is like another guy where I, I find it interesting. You guys are fond of him, and I like him. Don't get me wrong, but Miles Sanders is better than Antonio Gibson. I don't even think twice about that. I do. I, I don't I think do. twice. That's just me. I don't want to go back into that, but I would... I'm, I'm sorry, but I, he's, he's I would he's take better. Antonio Gibson over Miles Sanders. Because he's... I mean... I don't know. I don't all, I know is, all I know is they drafted Brian Robinson round three, and that kid's going to play because Antonio Gibson, they don't believe in him being able to last the whole season. He gets he's, And he also goes through moments where, like, okay, he's amazing, but then he goes through moments of horrible inefficiency. So they don't believe – like, hold on, time out. They don't believe in Antonio Gibson finishing the whole season, but they believe in Carson Wentz? Yeah, what Carson, the fuck are we talking Carson about Wentz here? Carson Wentz finished the whole season. Carson Wentz what has the been, hell are we talking about here? What? Carson Wentz has been, I mean, generally pretty healthy. He only missed a game due See to COVID I mean, bro, last This year. Carson Wentz, dude, he, I don't understand where this shit came from. I, I, I just, just don't understand it. I, I think he said that label a couple years ago. I don't understand it. It's like people that say Jimmy G is injury prone. Like the fact that he came back and he played a full season last year with the injury that he had going into it, it does not get talked about. In fact, he gets more disrespected. 
Hmm. It will never make sense. I mean, he started he started 17 games last year. Oh, I'm sorry. I had a yawn. <sighs> yeah. Actually, that's a good segue, Billy <laughs> Bell. That's a good segue because... You got caught up in the narrative. Dude. We got to get into our team tiers. All right? Team fun. tiers. Let me explain this to the audience. Philly Phil, you got to write this down for them, okay? So if you missed our last show, we introduced this segment, and we're doing it for the next couple of shows. All right? What we are doing here is we are ranking what tier all 32 teams belong in heading into the season. And here are your tiers. By the way, tonight we're doing AFC South, NFC South. Okay? So those are the teams, those eight teams. So here are the tiers for the audience. Legit Super Bowl contenders, the cream of the crop. You expect them to be in the big game. All right? Playoff runners, they're fringe Super Bowl, but you don't expect them there. They could surprise and get there, but you don't expect it. They should win a playoff game or two, okay? The playoffs. Good enough to make the playoffs, maybe win the division, probably won't advance in the playoffs, okay? You got close, but no cigar. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. That's fringe playoff teams, but just short, okay? Maybe they surprise and get in, but they're fringe, okay? You got middies, P&I special. Middies, not a playoff team, not dead either. Maybe fringe playoffs in the future or stuck in neutral. And last but not least, there is purgatory. It's the worst place to be. The worst of the worst. Possibly rebuilding or you just flat out suck. Those are your tiers. Philly Phil posted in the chat. Audience, we want your feedback. We are starting, since we talked about a couple of AFC South running backs tonight Yo, in our top three i'm just saying just fyi the youtube chat is down i don't know why you can see all the youtube uh ones are in <clears throat> x but the facebook is going through so it looks like it's facebook commenters only for but, the remainder of the show tonight yeah but the live stream is still going through youtube they can see it they just can't talk that works cool i miss you guys it's not our problem miss you <laughs> that's on youtube anyway all right so they didn't pay the bills we did <laughs> Oh, man. The light went out. All right. <clears throat> so here we go. Philly Phil posted in the chat. I want to hear from the audience. AFC South, <clears throat> because we talked about a couple of franchise running backs from the AFC South. So that's why we're doing that tonight. First team. You guys ready for this? I guess we'll start at the top. The Indianapolis Colts. Where do you have the Colts this season? Playoffs. The playoffs. Playoffs. Theories? Because you had them in your top ten. I'll say this. I demoted them after last year. I'll say this. Their wide receivers are very mediocre. I do like MPJ a lot. Matt Ryan is there. He's a veteran. He's been there before. I, I like them at playoff runners. Here's why. I like their, their their team top to bottom. I think they have a good defense. I think their offense can click. They have a, the best running back in football. Their offensive line is still there. They got a veteran quarterback who takes command of the huddle. People that, you know, somebody that that they respect and a leader. Um, and you got a young superstar or upcoming star in Michael Pittman Jr. If they can find that other wide receiver, look out. 
only reason I didn't OBJ, have him there is because out. I don't think Matt Ryan is that much of an upgrade over Wentz, and they're bringing back the same team. Agreed. I have him at the playoffs. And actually, it's it's not just because of that, but it's because their offensive line, which was supposedly the strength of the team coming into last year, really did not play well. They really didn't. And considering, all things considered, the, the season that Jonathan Taylor had, the season that Carson Wentz had, that team was miserable in pass blocking last year. <clears throat> part of it's injury. Part of it is, I remember the center had a, had uh, his child passed away, and that Man, was sad, crazy. Ryan Kelly. And he's phenomenal, too. Um, yeah. So, yeah, did you guys watch, did you watch Hard Knocks? It was phenomenal. Oh, no, I didn't watch the in-season yeah, one. Yeah, that one, that was better than the off-season one. Um, but that was supposed to be the strength of this team, the trenches. So I need them to turn it around again, and they have a question mark at left tackle right now. A big question mark. I'm a little concerned because Matt Ryan can't afford to be getting hit. He gets hurt. It's over. That team's done. So I say the playoffs because I think they are the best team in the division. I think they should win a play I think they should win a playoff game. And Nick, by the way, I don't think that they can't win a playoff game. I think they're a team where like if, if it breaks right and the line does get it together, the defense is good. Um they added Stefan Gilmore to Kenny Moore already. I mean he's Love underrated as hell. Great signing right there. Underrated. You already got Darius Leonard, you got DeForest Buckner, you got Quiddy Pay. I mean they got pieces. Studs. So their defense is very good. Yeah. They should win a playoff game. They need to sign Beckham. They're going to be that. They're going to be that team in the playoffs where a top seed does not want to see them in the second. Well, round. do we remember last year they were the hottest team in the NFL for a month and a half? They it were the scariest the team in the league, and then they they blew it. <clears throat> yeah, plain it, and simple, it they sucks blew it. The way they died, dude, because they were cooking. If they got in, there was nobody that wanted to play them. Nobody. I could see the same thing happening this year too. It could happen this year. So, in fairness, I could see that. The likelihood for me kind of went down a little bit. That's all. And also, I want them to add a receiver. Go out and add Beckham, and I would love it. I would love it. Here's he's my a perfect fit for that team. Here's my concern. And this is outside of just personnel. I, I'm worried with the Colts. I would be worried about their players buying into the system, right? When you have a new quarterback year in and year out, i.e. Darius Leonard, and he spoke about this saying we we can't keep our guys you know what i mean like we're getting a new quarterback you know year in and year out it's a different voice in the locker room it's it's just a different dynamic you need continuity and you i need, think you need it and to be honest i don't think that like to put it hard, us us in like those players shoes like would you like it if your owner came out and scolded me no after my, he did that you're my friend that was i would not like that like he like like he legit you want to talk about like Derrick Henry grown man and Josh Norman he legitimately like humiliated Wentz in the open for no reason it was just a cheap shot so it's like all right damn he he did that to him classy that Carson said nothing in response always what? classy it, it was, always gets shit on anyway well his Instagram post was great yeah it was building the high road so yeah so that's my biggest concern <laughs> my so biggest good. concern it is would a good be, point though I really culture. do like that part. culture culture yes. would be my biggest concern with this team talent wise. They got a lot of it. They're but awesome. Matt Ryan should be able to. He's, I, I trust he's a Matt stabilizing Ryan force, yeah. I think, at least in the locker room. So, I mean, if there's one thing about Carson that's divisive is people's opinion that. of him in the locker room. 
Um, I don't think he's a bad leader, but I don't know. His teammates came out and, and, and they all, they all him. backed him. And I haven't heard Eagles teammates say, I mean, other than Alshon <laughs> Jeffrey anonymously, I haven't seen any of them say anything bad either. So, so Dave says close, but no cigar. Colts are a 500 team. And, and God Favre God says, says Colts suck. Colts suck. So he's just raw. He ain't going to give you the why. He's just going to say they're they're they're. Colts are nine. And, Colts were nine and eight last year. Nine and eight. I would we're, say ten and seven. Yeah, ten. <laughs> ten for me. Don't sleep on the Jags. Oh, I'm fucking sleeping on them. If well, I guess you want to go there next. Yeah. And, if you're gonna and Dave, Dave, I want to hear your thoughts on the other teams. If I want to know who your front runner is in the division. Then how do you say the Colts suck and then say the Jags are slept on? It's it's theory C. Now see that part. I mean, yeah, I can see like, that. I, I can would see never that. say shit like that. I You're can see that crazy. being sneaky, but the Colts don't suck. Like they don't go hand in hand. No. So that's me. a fifty percent statement right there for me. I, think, I got what, the what Jags that's telling me. It says don't sleep on the Jags. Don't let's sleep on the Jags in terms of playoffs. Like I no, look, the Jags it. are middies, but they're going to be good with Doug. Peterson. Yeah, let's go to the Jags. I say middies as well because I I think that they're improving, and I think like. Honestly, the coaching staff was such a train wreck last year. It hindered the quarterback development. I think it's going to be a very quarterback-friendly system. I the think culture. that they got running backs. The I think their defense is underrated. I mean, that was one of the things the Colts were saying going into that game. The Colts were saying, like, this defense is actually really good. They were saying it on hard knocks. You guys need to see this. They were giving a lot of love to that defense. And that defense balled out that day. That's the irony of it. That's but called massaging your opponents. No, they weren't massaging. They they actually did. Wax on, wax off, baby. They, they you know had, I mean? they had some... Somewhere, I Deshaun listen. Watson getting horny. <laughs> <laughs> well... I'll have oil, though. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to take it there. Um, but they, they have an underrated defense. So, we'll see what happens. I got a middies. I, got I think middies. that they're getting better. I'm talking about the Jags? Jags. Yeah. I got middies. But they're not. They're not. I know. They're like. I think they've. They're sticks and seeds. All right. That's what they are. There's yeah. some hope. They're sticks and seeds. There's some hope there that didn't exist for a long time. I That's what I'm trying hair, to say. Colored hairs in there. Like they they might have just escaped purgatory and they might they might be a sleeper team like six seven wins sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> so. I love it. It's so great to see people use our lingo. Like I we appreciate it, man. <laughs> yeah, Dave you saying middies. Um. <laughs> Godfarv, we need your Jags rating. All right. Next. The let's go to the easy one. Bring the it, Houston baby. Texans, plain and simple. They purgatory. are well into purgatory. Mm, yeah. They are deep into purgatory. I got them as purgatory, but I'm still going to say Davis Mills finished off the year pretty well. He did. But they were in purgatory then, Oh, wait, too. never mind. They hired Lovey Smith. I mean, yeah, they're, they're in purgatory. They want to, I mean, do they want to win? I don't know. No. They're in purgatory. They're, they're buying time to get their draft picks back. <laughs> I mean, maybe they hope that Davis Mills is good enough to trade him, and that's it. Because, uh, you know, you got him purgatory too, right, Nick? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that was an easy one, I think. We don't need to spend what time on that. What surprises me, though, because Nick Nick Cassero did really well in New England with with every, like, the, the It's whole early still, you know. GM role. Like, he, play, he was really... He was awesome in New England. That's the reason why he got a job in Houston. It's early. Like, he, I mean, he inherited a dumpster fire. Bill O'Brien ransacked that franchise. And then the quarterback, the franchise quarterback left. Yeah, I get it. You know? I mean, so he's got a tough job. It's a very long-term fix. 
What said, did you say? Well, Deshaun Watson just he up and left him. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, Davis Mills. <laughs> do you think they believe in him? I think he's gonna get a fair. I think I think he's gonna get a fair shot. Me Look, too. they yep. signed Brandon Cooks too to help him out. I just worry because like I just I don't trust Lovey Smith. I just I don't know. Although he brought Rex Grossman to the Super Bowl, didn't he? I mean, who's <laughs> yeah? Who's exactly. Houston's running back? They got Rex Burkhead. Um, <laughs> yes. Rex and my added to the room. Hold on. Brady's still getting <laughs> him paid, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. It's so crazy. It is Hold so on. Nuts. They added to this room. Uh, they got Marlon Mack. He said Jags seven and ten. Yo, Marlon Mack is actually very, very talented. He just gets hurt. Like, oh, he's going to get a chance to play. He said Jags seven and ten. That's what I just said. At best, they're a seven win team. I think right. that would be a massive success for them. Yeah, it would be. seven games. I would say five. If you put the number at over and under a five and a half. I don't know how I would do on that because I would say five or six. I'm taking the unders. Yeah, I'm just staying away from it. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Five and a half. <laughs> I'll give <you> five and a half. <laughs> <laughs> they got Royce Freeman over there. Rolls Royce. The five nine. <laughs> Royce the five nine. Dare Ogubawali. He sunk you from day one. He sucked. Fuck yeah, he's trash. They got Royce Freeman. Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, who we got next? All right. So, last but not least for the AFC South, this team was the number one seed in the AFC last year. Lest you forget. The Tennessee Titans. Interesting. I'm going to say, ready for this? Close but no cigar. They're not getting in the playoffs this year for me. They're not winning the division. They might compete in the division. I just, I I can't with Ryan Tannehill anymore. I'm done. I've I, had enough. And then that's it, really. It, it comes down to Ryan Tannehill. And I, I think they're very well coached. The defense turned it around last year. Um, Derrick Henry, not worried about him too, too much. Um, I don't even mind what they did to replace A.J. Brown. It's just... I just can't. I can't get behind Ryan Tannehill. Pause. I never would. I'm talking about. Two years ago, it was different. Last year's Ryan Tannehill. Oh, I'm gonna say close, wreck. but no cigar too. But there is a part of me that thought about the playoffs. But I just like, I don't see. I don't. I don't think Ryan Tannehill could elevate a wide receiver's game that much. And it's just Derrick Henry. I don't think is in position to run them home. It's his last year as a starter in this league. Who? Tannehill. Oh, my bad. I thought you were talking about Henry. I'm like, no. what? So no, what you got Tannehill's now? done. Close but no cigar. They're well coached. I like Variable, but I don't know. Hey, gonna, look, wait, hold on. Look, you with Tannehill, you have, to, you have to put into it, too. Does he feel the pressure with Malik Willis? Does Malik Willis come in if he starts shitting the bed? I mean, look, that is on the I table. Would, I mean, I would give the kid a chance. I would prefer to develop him for the year, but... I'm not afraid of throwing him in if Ryan Tannehill's garbage again. Yeah. Theories. Are you gonna tighten up again? Phil, play it. No, I just miss. I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss doing it. Tighten up. <laughs> tighten up. I I am gonna miss doing it. I gotta be honest with you. I'm kind of leaning towards middies. Oh wow! You even put him lower than us. And I'm gonna. And say you were that. the highest on him last year. Super Bowl appearance last year was your prediction. Because I don't think Tannehill is their future. I think they're just stuck with them. Stuck so in neutral. If we're, they're stuck in neutral. <laughs> that is the definition of middies. So uh, I'm going to. Maybe gonna, I got to rethink that. Yeah, actually, <laughs> you're, you're making me rethink. So I'm rolling with middies 
for that reason because i i don't i don't think they're progressing they lose aj brown they lost a couple other pieces i will say i really like Vrabel as a coach like he's one of my favorite coaches he can he can rally a team i mean you saw last year um even when derrick henry out they were still competing at a high level however to lose the the talent on the outside and replace that with an unknown to me is a big, big deal. And especially with a Ryan Tannehill as your quarterback. If you have Mahomes, I'm less worried. Right. But if you got Tannehill with a rookie, I, 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 I'm I, not buying it. Yeah, you could run the football. I'll just put 10 men in the box and and, and call it a day. The, Nine men in the, the box. The thing is, they needed one less question mark at wide receiver. I don't mind who they have, but they needed another guy in addition to those two. Right. Cause but they don't just even have a tight end either, though. Yeah, there's no tight end. What about Ferkser? I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I can be wrong. I can admit <laughs> I when I'm wrong. Too. I can admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I, liked, wrong. I liked Ferkser last year as a sleeper tight end option in fantasy, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just saw the... I, I can't respect the hell from. out of you for when saying you that. When you have Julio Jones, you have A.J. Brown, you got Derrick Henry. It was a good point. There was a, mi- a good there's thought, a middle I mean. of the field that has to be played, and if, if he's the tight end, then I thought that he would be a nice play. I respect you so for saying that. I was that. wrong, and that happens, but at least I admit when I'm wrong, you know what I mean? So we need to keep that same energy on this fucking podcast moving forward. I was never wrong, so I don't know. See? That's called ego. <laughs> big no, egos no, no, no. That's called big, check my fucking resume. The problem is we got big egos around here, and we, we and, do. And, and we need to start checking ourselves. Well, when you're a superstar, you got an ego. You got to check yourself. Yeah. yeah. Does John Moran check himself when he calls himself Black Jesus? He doesn't. No, but he's different. That's, <laughs> that's different. Why? That's, that's a confidence of... With with proof, I'm co- I got proof. Wrong. Check my fucking resume. I'm gonna check it on Sunday, bro. Okay, on what? On what's on Sunday? This Sunday. I'm gonna check your resume this Sunday. What? Why? You know why? Uh, so what the fuck are we talking that's about? Crazy. Yeah. So you want to go there, bro? <laughs> I love you. I literally just got shut up. I have nothing to say. So go ahead. I want to know you about this, that. and we can hold it for off air. I admit when I'm wrong, and it's okay. That's, do you, you want to tell me about this now, or you want to tell me off air? Off air. Okay. Fine. I, I want to teach the kids it's okay to be to be wrong, but <laughs> I'm more right than wrong. So that's why I'm okay to to admit that I'm wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. And, <sighs> we're cool about, with and we're talking about being Ferg, sir. It was a nice little sleeper pick. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. There's nothing large it, scale there. No big deal. It was a logical deal. thought. And there's it was. I that. thought it was a good one. Yeah. So well, there we go. <laughs> no Ferg, sir, anymore for this group. All right. No more tightening up. Fuck you, dude. I hate you. We got to go to the NFC South. <laughs> Philly Phil, you want to just change up the change up the sound a little bit here. Because the NFC South, guys, uh, like... That's probably one of the more weaker divisions. So now we're looking at one where it steps up a little bit here. It's not great, but it steps up a little bit. So we'll start with the worst one, though. The Atlanta Falcons. Purgatory. I say purgatory as well. They're garbage. They're starting Marcus Mariota. Like, that's not even the reason why. It's just like they, they have not done much to upgrade this team in years. And this is why... They, they were stuck in neutral for a long time, and part of it is because Matt Ryan kept them alive, I think. That's why they were your sleeper team last year. You had them in the playoffs. They, they weren't exactly far apart, okay? They weren't that far off. They, were, what, they finished with seven. I mean, it is what it is. They just don't have a lot of talent there. I'll say it That's off the air. problem. I'll say it off air because I was just about to start a huge debate, but we'll talk about it off air. No, I, I want to I – I like a debate. 
My my thing is with Matt Ryan is is if you put Carson Wentz in Atlanta and he had those wide receivers and those running backs and things like that and he was not producing he the way crucified. Matt Ryan was, Carson Wentz get made out to be a terrible person. But Matt Ryan has not produced in years and you still have and folks he was up here worse talking than Carson about last he's year. a top fifteen quarterback. He's going to turn the Colts around. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. But I, that just goes I'm to show agreement. you what, what narrative and reputation can do when you have owners like assholes like Jim Jim Ursay. The that's media exactly has their the favorites. Problem. That's exactly and, the issue. And that's I'm not to say about. that Matt Ryan has any, like he doesn't necessarily. You you can't say that the tank is empty on the guy. I think that he probably can still play a little bit. I'm not. No, no. I'm not saying I mean? that. No, I'm just saying like yeah. I agree with everything that you said. Yep. That's he, what he just me crazy. he was not criticized at all. Really, he, I, gets a pass. he was ass last year. Yeah. Look, I'm. I'm he got a pass. Say, I'll say. I agree with you. Purgatory, but. Two years from now, they could be a completely different team. Like, if they can get Calvin Ridley back, they have Drake London. Drake, Ridley's out the season plus? If they get a quarterback. Just this season for now, I think. If they can get a quarterback, they had the tight end. They got, they got pass, the, yeah. the wide receivers. If they can get a, a quarterback, a pocket passer, or a talented guy to come in Do you think Desmond that Ritter's franchise. that guy? No. That's why he was drafted where he was drafted. He ain't that guy. I think he's Marcus Mariota Jr., yeah. I think Mariota's better. It's like a copycat. Yeah. I think everyone forgets that he was actually good at one point. But, I mean, that's not to say he is now. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I don't, shade is, oh, yeah, you shade. Like, I don't, I don't like <laughs> I don't like that he went to Atlanta. I actually, I thought that if he went to the Steelers, it would have been really interesting. They signed the wrong guy. <laughs> it is what it is. So, we're never going to know. All right. That's enough of the Falcons. The Carolina Panthers. That's just a hard one to do. Fresh off of the Baker acquisition. And I got to tell you guys something. I was listening to a sports radio show on the way in, and their guest said that they he expects the, the Panthers to be a wild card team. I'm not going to say who. Um, Look, I, but I was say... just saying, like, there's people who believe that they're close. And they were at one point undefeated last year. Everything would have to go right. I say close, but no cigar, because I just, I just don't really trust. Listen, I I want to just say this. I think that either quarterback there could potentially have a decent year. I think it's going to be Baker, but I don't trust him. I think he might have a decent year. I just like a lot of other teams better in the NFC, and I like I like the Saints better too. Think they're a better team. Here's That's the thing. all. For me, it's hard uh, you know. to say playoffs because I don't think they can win the division. Well, they're not going to win the division. They'd have to be a wild card. Yeah. So I would say I I think they can make a wild card. You can call them playoffs. I I'll, said close, but no cigar. So I, I mean, that's playoffs like fringe Baker, playoffs. If Baker's this starter, I will say playoffs. If he doesn't start this season, it's they're they're middies. So you, I mean, you assume he's getting it though. Yeah, I do so too. I don't so think he, there's. So I don't think they trade for him. If they don't I'm trying to just lock you in here. I got yeah. I got to type it. So playoffs. The playoffs. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. I think I said it when uh, I said it on TikTok. But I just don't trust. I just don't trust the quarterbacks right now. I don't trust them. I think that they can improve, but I don't trust them. I trust. I even listen. I just I think the Saints are a better team. That's all. And they're also for me. Well, I'll tell you in a second. Theories. I got middies. Uh, when you have the number one overall pick and a number three overall pick in the 2018 draft, which was four years ago, and they're both on your roster, what does that tell you about those guys in general? 
I mean, they have two of the top three picks in the draft four years ago. Like, four years ago is not a long time. They're in neutral for you. I mean, the problem was is that so one actually, one did great. They're in neutral. They're, they, they, they don't know what the fuck they're doing, dude. I don't know. They just don't because I'm they drafted. Debating. I'm not getting into that tonight. I'm, they uh, they I think drafted that they were... Matt Corral. They drafted somebody, so they're stuck in neutral. But they have, ta- they they have. have talent. Their team's not bad. They have a bunch of quarterback lottery tickets. They're not likely to hit. But they, they it's a could. lottery ticket. Exactly. Yeah, they're lottery tickets. It's a bunch of mids. If everything goes right, they could be a playoff team. But everything would have to go right. Because that's what they were. They were a team with talent that is extremely void of quarterback last year. The quarterback play was god awful last year. So one of the they're hoping one of the lottery pickets cashes it. I don't even know tickets. how this is a question, tickets. to be honest. You're like, trying to find sour in a fucking glass full of jar of middies. No. Yeah, no. you are. No, I'm not. I don't understand how we're talking about Sam fucking Darnold. I don't understand it. Sam Darnold was the quarterback of the fucking team that had to call Cam Newton last year. Look, I'm not disagreeing with you, but there's an open competition, right? There, it was a tale of two stories, too, last year. There's an year. open competition. Sam Darnold with CMC. Sam Darnold post-injury without CMC. And that Sam Darnold was god-awful. The but first- the Sam Darnold with CMC... Was balling actually first four weeks. He was awesome. Yeah, people he, were I rushing think he led, to the waiver wire. I think he led. He led the, the NFL league, yeah, rushing touchdowns. Rushing. <laughs> it's crazy. We're saying this. It was true though. But yeah, it, it was you're actually trying to find it actually in a jar full of middies. If, that's, that's what that's, you're doing. If that's your story. Yeah, I think it is. <clears throat> Lottery tickets. We'll see what happens. All right, the New Orleans Saints. Jameis Winston's back healthy. What are your thoughts? But there's no Sean Payton. Remember this. Yeah, I'm so that for me, that. that's why I have them as close but no cigar. I think they're a playoff roster with a middies quarterback. I think and a, a head coach. Like, listen, Payton is the guy that got the best out of Winston. I'm not so sure that they could do it again. I don't know. I got him as middies because I think Dennis Allen blows. I don't, I don't know if I'm ready to say that about him, but I do know that Jameis Winston's not the answer. And Michael Thomas now might not even. He's, yeah, he's getting know. close to being ready. He just, he got paid and quit. They literally have a playoff team outside a quarterback. There's a lot of teams like that where we have question marks at quarterback and they are playoff-ready rosters. This is one where the quarterback thing goes south for me. It's a huge drop-off in talent. I mean, I don't expect him to play like he did last year either. I will say this, though. I, that's another guy. I would have rather seen him in Pittsburgh than Trubisky. I actually might have mildly liked that move. Jameis? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I would have liked Mariota there because he can roll out and avoid the issues with offensive line, play above average quarterback. But, I mean, it's not going to happen. This is my point I'm trying to make. I'm trying to, you know, trying to level it. out the quarterbacks here. Yeah. It's a shame. The Saints, if they had a quarterback, they would be a formidable team. They would be a fucking – they have a Super Bowl contending roster. Yep. They're fucking loaded. Like, they got Jarvis Landry. They got Michael Thomas. They got Chris Olave they just drafted. They are fucking stacked. They got uh, Alvin Kamara. If you put a veteran quarterback on that team that can fucking pick defenses apart, they would be so scared. Their defense is very, (laughs) very, very good. The problem is Landry gets hurt a ton now, and Michael Thomas, you don't know what's going. Like, these are facts. I'm going off the, the... potential factor you know what i mean like i get 
the the whole Michael Thomas fiasco. It's just shit. weird. That's it the weirdest scenario I've ever seen. He went from being the best wide receiver in the league to literally nobody's talking about him. But he's coming back this year. You got Jarvis Landry, who seems to be hungry. They got um, they signed Honey Badger in the, in the offseason. Like, yo, their roster is fucking Super Bowl ready. The problem is I don't think they have a Super Bowl quarterback. So where do you, you rate him, Nick? Where are they? I got close, but no so yeah. far. But, but a part of me wants to put him in the playoffs. I know. I, I really debated that because I was deciding on my final team to get in. And they were in my thoughts, but I can't get behind Jameis. I hope not. And also, I got I to gotta take that lingo out of my <laughs> language. Now, anyway. That's where Baker should have went, by the right way. Saints, right now, you know who they are? A great fit for them. The Absolutely. Saints are the Broncos of last year. That's who they are. A quarterback away. Super Bowl-ready roster without a quarterback. They're the Broncos of last year, to me. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, we were just talking about uh, that would have been that would have been a, a really good spot for Baker. I, I just don't like the spot for Baker um, in Carolina, but I think the Saints would have been a home run. Yeah, I would have liked it a little bit better. But Swagger, then again, there's no Sean Payton. He would have loved them. There's no Sean Payton there, and that's that's a major loss. I Dennis think, Allen like at least a... Ben McAdoo has had success running an offense, not when he was the head coach, but this guy's had some success running an offense. So Baker I don't Mac. hate it for Baker if he wins the job, but uh, interesting. Well, Dennis Allen was also the coach when they shut out Tom Brady at home. Yeah, I mean, Dennis Allen runs a great defense. Yeah. Problem is, is when he's focused can we trust, on the defense. Can we trust? Um, I forget the guy's name. A long time. Uh, is it Carmichael? Pete Carmichael is the offensive coordinator. I don't Saints. even know to be honest. Long time guy. He's been there a while, so I mean, uh, it's just still, it's still not Sean Payton. It's not the same. That guy is very creative and he's very quarterback friendly. I fucking hate him too. So I know, smug guy. Can't stand him. He'll be back next year. I would like to see Jimmy G in, in New Orleans, but yeah, you can't ever rule it out. You know, if he's a free agent, yeah, can't rule it out. I'm starting to think the Niners don't want to get rid of his ass. I think he's gonna stay. I'm, I'm starting to lean towards anyway. that, but yeah, whatever. That's what's carry on. Disagree. Last but not least, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Middies. Oh, I mean, just be honest. We gotta, we gotta get out of here. Super Bowl contender. Yeah, not even a question. It's Tom Brady. Yep, Super Bowl contender. Yeah, same here. And I, I kind of <laughs> right now, like, like it's interesting. I was having trouble picking. Like, I'm trying to think of who's gonna be in the Super Bowl for me. The NFC is tough. I feel like it is going to be the Bucks as of right now. I already told you they're my they're my. I had I had them as my best team in the NFC pre preseason. When we did our whole ranking segment, they yeah. were my number two. Wait, where are they my number two? If they weren't, they were number one. You had I, them as number. No, I had, had them, them as higher, number one. I had them higher than everybody. Yeah, because he had the Rams. Yeah, they were, my, they were my best team in the NFC. I know this for a fact. Yeah. yeah I, think I think right the Rams now. Are the best. I think right now, like I expect them to be in that game. Unless, unless that version of Lenny is still there. Yeah. He drank all the cream and ate all the crops. Crisco, bro. It's Crisco. Crisco Lenny. Lard. Uh, Lardy Lenny. I'm trying to find it before we sign off. Oh, here it is. Yeah. I had box number two. All right. So there you go. Yeah, I saw, I saw something on Twitter. Somebody said, buy the dip on Lenny. And somebody commented. <laughs> yeah, I saw this. Somebody commented that, nah, the problem is he ate it all. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking insane. 
Uh, yeah. Hey, that is fucking crazy. I was crying, dude. That was so That was funny. so good. That was a very, very funny comment. That's Before great even content. Finished, I knew where it was going. It was so fucking hilarious, dude. I was crying. Creative. That was very creative. Anyway, that is our show for tonight. Everybody, Philly Phil, help me out here. Um, so that is the end of episode 92, and it was brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New players to sign up today using our promo code ICONIC. We'll receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy made easy. We were live tonight at the Props Network at PropsHQ.com, per usual. All right, go there, subscribe to our show, keep up with everything going on at PNI. Um, last but not least, we got two other things. Next show is this Thursday, 8 p.m. We're continuing both of the segments that we had today. So another installment of the top 10. This time it's top 10 wide receivers. All right, this was actually kind of tougher for me to figure out. That is this hard. Year. This pulse. was tougher. Major pulse. Um, top 10 wide receivers on Thursday. Team tiers again. We have four more divisions, and this one, I believe, is the AFC West and NFC West. I have it written down. It is correct. Yep. So, AFC West, <laughs> NFC West, family, you all right over there? <laughs> Paul's out. <laughs> I got an extra pair of draws Paul's upstairs for you, bro. Me? Phil. <laughs> <I'm> Phil. <laughs> I, got, I got extra pair of draws for you upstairs, bro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Was it Phil? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Phil has entered the conversation along with his rear, <laughs> his mediocre arch. His rear's podding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so next show is Thursday, 8 p.m. That will be episode 93. Last but not least, see this right here. All right, fantastic fabric, courtesy of IPP Pressworks. Hit us up. In the DMs, if you want P&I merch, black and gray, tees, tanks, long sleeve tees, hoodies, customized mugs. They're white mugs. You can get your name on it, all right? Hit us up on our DMs. Are we good? Fuck that. Slide in my fucking DMs. You want some P&I <laughs> merch? You want some fantastic fabric? We got it. Heading your way. Just shoot us a DM, your size, whatever you want, what color you want, Seven. what style you want. We got you covered. Selling quickly. No. Hit us up. I'm Demand is high. Seven. I'll sling it for real. <laughs> sling heavy big over here. <laughs> and also, you don't want to miss next episode, too. Episode 93 is going to be a fucking movie. You already know what it is. We're going to bring a lot more energy. We got top 10 wide receivers, like Monkey P said. We got some more divisional breakdowns for you guys. And, man, football season is coming. And so am I, baby. So what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> I was just fucking around. Not really, but for real. Thank you guys you for hanging think? out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher. And all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our socials, such as Facebook, Twitter, TikTok and Instagram, and we will see you guys this Thursday, episode 93 at 8 p.m. at fucking P&I, baby. <laughs> <laughs>